Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stockner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca just woke up from a nap. <laughs> nap two of the day. Everyone say good morning, Becca. <laughs> <sighs> that was a fake one. You trickster. Nah, gotta I put that theater degree to use. I know, I got, I got electrocuted today. <laughs> You said that as I took the biggest swing of my Red Bull. <laughs> I was How unpl- dare you! I was unplugging something, and I think the way I unplugged it, I was holding on to the prongs and not, like, you know, the rubbery part. Yeah. And I literally, like, kind of dropped my body, and the the sound that came out of my mouth, I went, uh! <laughs> 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 and it was funny because I was unplugging it, I said, watch this, I said, I said, watch this shock me, and it did, and I, like, jolted back and went, uh! Ooh. It was a how you say a jolt to the system. <laughs> did your did your hair stand up on end? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> Imagine. Or like I go through like Damn. the window. I'm like ah! So No, but that's happened ha- that's happened to you before, right? I think so. I've been like ooh, but I've never been like buzz-z-z-z. Oh, I it was like <laughs> So like, you were like closer to buzz-z-z-z. I like I could like feel it like going like. In my oh head. no, that's never happened to me. Oh, it's happened to me a couple times. Oh, are you just dumb? Because I'm reckless. <laughs> no, it's just like if you hold. <laughs> if you hold, well, I take it out with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what she said. Um. Anyway. Oh. Are we? This shock has turned you into a new man. I actually do cuss a little. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Look at you. Only speaking <laughs> electrocutions. Anyway, um, that's all I got for you. That's that's all the exciting thing that's happened to me. All right. Well, we have some more exciting things we can get talking about. Uh, yeah, some Disney four on one. So let's get into it. Disney four on one. Our first story of the Disney four on one is some sad news. Everyone, yeah. we have some sad news. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Tis Cyrus have filed for divorce. Oh, no. This is the third time the couple has filed for divorce. What? Yes. Oh, man. When it don't work, it don't work. Mm-mm. Billy Ray filed in 2010. <laughs> that was called off. And in 2013, Tish filed, though that was called off a short later time as well. Um, and we have a Time Machine exclusive. <gasps> Billy Ray and Tish uh, sent us a statement. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. I got it. I got an email from Billy, and it says, "Here you go." <laughs> Why did you get an email from him? I'm kidding. Oh, Becca. I didn't know if he had a newsletter and like sent this out. <laughs> achy break. He's like to my achy breaky fans. No, my they heart about to be achy breaky break- broke again. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, set. She did go. Uh, <laughs> um, did tish file do you know uh yes tish filed dang tish is two for uh two for one on the so board. no they actually gave a statement to an actual website they should have given it to us but whatever <laughs> so they this is their statement it is after 30 years five amazing children and a lifetime of memories we have decided to go our separate ways not with sadness but with love in our hearts we have grown up together, raised a family we could be so proud of, and now it's time to create our own paths. It's like they're... Anyway. We will always be family and look forward to a continued and loving shared experience as friends and parents. We have not come to this decision lightly or quickly, but with so much going on in the world, we wanted to provide some clarity and closure so we can remain focused on what is important. With love and hope, Tish and Billy Ray Cyrus. Damn, I guess third time's the charm if you want your divorce to go through. True love does not exist. <laughs> Do you think Miley's next album is going to be about her parents' divorce? I hope. 
It's an entire just like 15 track. Daddy! Daddy, why'd you do it? I mean, it says also in the article, it says they haven't been, according to the court documents, they haven't been living together for like two years. I'm not surprised. Because I'm assuming he lives in Tennessee and she lives in L.A. Because she's always with Miley. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it, man. Well, they didn't They didn't spend that much time together in that uh, little CMT show. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> she was with Not Miley. still the king. I'm not talking about still the king. I'm talking about this. So one time. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it, it was called. Um, so there was a show on CMT, a reality show. It was probably like five episodes on CMT about Billy Ray Cyrus. And it was like him and his family on the farm, but Miley is not there. And and because she's on tour, so it's about him staying at home with the kids. Um, but it's funny every time Miley is featured, it's like from a very far away camera shot. <laughs> and like yeah. you, like see like her pro like it's never like a sit down interview. It was called um, what was it called? Home at last, Billy Ray Cyrus. Home oh, at last. and it listeners it is rough it is so funny it's so bad it's so funny it's so staged and baby noah makes herself like front and center um and it's just so funny because at the end like billy ray gives his like words of wisdom to the audience as a father and i'm like it's like it's they definitely were capitalizing on the hannah montana he's yeah the episode uh, that we watched he's like america's dad so now the reality show is basically like if Robbie Ray Stewart had a reality show. The episode that we watched uh, featured Miley being home for like a split second and they throw her a surprise party that's themed like a high school dance in a barn. Yeah. And we were like, she's probably like ready to go. Like, yeah, I'm like just did th- a line of coke or something. Like, I, like, I mean, there. like at this point, she's like 15, like a 15 year old millionaire. And I'm, if I was 15 years old, like uh, headlining a world tour, I'd be like, why would I want to go home? To go to like a barn that's decorated like a lame high school dance when I can go party with, I don't know, Kesha or something. I know. <laughs> anyway, I just hope. I just hope. Well, I just it's hope. Back to the barn for Billy it's, Ray. <laughs> it's back to the barn for Billy Ray. I'm sure he loves it. I'm sure he loves it. All right. Well, some sad news for that, but some and some spooky news. Oh. This is like a week old, but this didn't come out when we recorded last week. So I felt like I needed to bring it to the table so I can especially hear Becca's thoughts on it. So Vanessa Hudgens claims she can speak with those beyond the grave. During an appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show, the actress told Kelly Clarkson that she had a lot of run-ins with spiritual beings over the years. And she's accepted the fact that she sees things and hears things. So this is her quote. I'm not making this up. I remember getting ready for school when I was eight years old, and there was, you know, those duck toys. You know, you pull the string. There was one of those on the dining room table, and I started walking, and it just started going alongside me. I kind of shut it down for a while because it's scary. The unknown is scary, but recently I was like, no, this is a gift and something that I have the ability to do. So I'm going to lean into it. And to that I say, what? I saw a take to this on Twitter that was like, okay, well, no wonder she was so chill about COVID when it first came out. She was just like, I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> I, know. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, man. What are, why are people. Do we think we're going to get uh, unidentified with Vanessa Hudgens? It's inevitable. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, yeah, I wish that this had come out by the time we were recording our Vanessa episode because then I, I would have had much jokes. Uh, you never know with Baby V. I know. You truly never know with Baby V. Um, all right. Well, those are the only two regular stories I have. Uh, oh, also, Britney Spears is pregnant. And Gilbert Godfrey died. And Gilbert Godfrey died. So we have, those are some like mentions that i feel yeah like gilbert important. godfrey technically disney 411 canon because he was the voice of iago in and Aladdin. and technically britney spears is always is uh disney 411 canon as well i i guess because yeah. she was on the mickey mouse club so it's fair game i said yep. if we could talk about jamie lee curtis <laughs> we could talk about britney spears a little bit quick plug go see everything everywhere all at once i'm begging you uh it's so good <laughs> It's so good. 
<laughs> it is good. I saw it as well. Um, so that brings us to our Disney 411 segment, uh, the Raven's Home Rehash. Raven's Home Rehash. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, first things first. Um, guess where I watched this episode? The subway. No, I mean, like, it's on Disney Plus now. Oh, yeah, I saw that they dropped all five of them. Like, the first five episodes are all streaming on Disney Plus now if you guys want to go back and, like, watch what we've been talking about. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So I guess, like, in a couple weeks, the next five will... They'll probably just drop them in batches. Yeah, so... Um, So this episode is notable for being our first... And so help Disney gods, if it's her only, I will be outside the studio with pitchforks. Um, but Adrienne Bailon makes her first appearance as Alana in this episode. Yeah, so this is the, I would say this is the first time Raven is the B storyline. Yep, and so I far. don't like it. And that's it. Well, I knew it was going to happen eventually. I knew I know, eventually I, Raven was going I to be I feel the like this is point. marking the shift of Booker to the A plot now that he's in school. Yeah. So, I mean... A little recap is we find out that the girl that Booker liked in the previous episode who goes to the school, uh, her mom is Alana, played by Adrian Bailon, and Adrian is the high school principal. So we get to see Bayside again now. We do, and she got a paint job. It looks a little different. It looks bad. But I still, yeah, I still recognize that alone in the hallway hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the but staircase. it does look uh, not quite the same. No. It's always weird when sets from, like, standard def- standard uh, definition, basically yeah. the box, and now, yeah. now that TVs are widescreen, the sets look weird in widescreen mm-hmm. and high def. You're like, oh, this is a lot clearer than I remember. Um. But we got oh so th- there's this like one part so it's Booker's first day of school, and he goes downstairs and he's trying to figure out what to wear and his friends are he just can't figure out the words so he goes back upstairs and Raven's talking to his friends Raven's like oh I remember m- one of my first days of school I had this really nice purple jacket and this like graphic <laughs> tee and Booker comes downstairs with a purple jacket and a black and a and a graphic tee. And next to the wall on the staircase is a bunch of pictures. And there's another framed Raven promotional photo. Promotional shot. That's like on, on all the posters. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the one of like the that's how Raven looks. Yeah. And he's like wearing the exact same thing. So I thought that was funny. And that's like one of my pet peeves. Not pet peeves because like it's whatever. But when TV shows for set decorations and photos, they use like photo shoots from the show or, yeah. or stills from episodes. <laughs> I'm like, y'all can just, like, literally just go get a selfie real quick and put it on the wall. I know. Um, they also, that first scene when Booker goes up to change, they did use the word bussin'. Yeah. Which, I don't know how I feel about that. This episode, I told Hunter this, and Hunter, shockingly, as the pop culture phenomenon that he is, has only seen Mean Girls oh, yeah. one time. But this episode is Booker Baxter's Mean Girls moment. Yeah, I didn't understand what you were saying, even after I so, watched it. He's new kid. He's Katie Heron. And he comes in with two oh. friends, Ivy and um, Fruity. I don't remember his name. But, <gasps> Who? But girl and gay. His presumably is, gay His name guy. is uh, Neil. I know. I always forget, though. Oh. And, um, well, the only reason it's not is because he's already interested in Cammie. But Cammie calls him over to the table, and she has the new kids sit down with them. And it's three girls, and they're all the most popular girls. And they, like, trick Booker into getting her phone out of the office for her, like, by pretending to like him. But then later it's revealed that Ivy, the other girl, and Cammie have drama that goes back to, like, a fourth grade birthday party, which is also a Mean Girls moment with, like, Janice and um, Regina. So, and then, okay, this is my biggest beef with this episode. So as soon as... We saw Victor in the hospital bed. Whoops and cheers from the audience, right? Oh, Everybody's okay, so yes. excited to see Victor. We see Adrian Bailon for the first time, and it's crickets. Yeah. Nothing. They didn't give her anything. Right. And I'm it's like, shocked. And I know they add on laughter, so they could have easily done this. They could have easily added, like, a woo. Yeah. And the reveal, <sighs> was, the reveal was very, like, she just walked in. Like, yeah, there wasn't, it wasn't like, a... And she was like the last ten minutes, like last five minutes. 
last five minutes, which is why I'm like, if that's all she gets, I don't think I'm so. gonna be irate. Because they set it up where Raven and Alana look at each other because Booker and Alana's daughter still like like each other. Yeah, which Cammy, the girl that Booker's into, turns out to be Alana's daughter. She's yeah. revealed to be Alana's daughter. And Raven and Alana are kind of both like when Raven gets called down to the school because Booker's in trouble. She's like, we're not going to let this happen, right? And they both agree no. And then so, they're like, yeah. do we just so agree on something? S- and Yeah. <sighs> I hope so. I think that's going to set up them, like, working together to not have their children together. I hope so. Because I need something else to focus on if they're going to quit giving me Tanya teas. Yeah. And then this also means that Raven, Victor, Booker, and Alana are all, or not Booker, uh, Raven, Victor, Alice, the little psycho girl, and Alana are all going to have to be competing for spots in the B-plot if Booker is the A-plot now. <sighs> because the B-plot this episode was, was that stupid. the little psychopath girl didn't want to go to school because she heard that her teacher was going to be tough, so she pretends to lose her voice, and Raven is like trying to prove to Victor that she's faking. Yeah. And it was really dumb. So it was like the, those three characters where the B-plot slot is normally just like occupied by two of them. But now you have Raven there. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, gonna, it marks a shift that I hope doesn't stay. I know. I, it's going to get a little crowded. Fears. The storyline is going to get a little crowded. Yeah. Because that means like no like si- uh, like little lines of like Eddie and Chelsea anymore. <sighs> After those just... two Eddie b- bombs that they gave us, the Eddie bombs, we li- we we at least need little a little ty- Tanya firework. We keep getting also. Eddie bombs. I was I was catching my um my boyfriend up last night on everything that we've been talking about related to Raven's home, and I was uh-huh. like, me and Hunter are discussing this show with the same fervor that people used to discuss like theories about Breaking Bad. <laughs> like As we, we are in. <laughs> if they're gonna do this much of a shift. It needs to be discussed of why and what's going to happen. Because this is, like, so <laughs> random to do, like, five years into a show. I was like, if you're not going to give us Tanya, then why do it? I know. Like, freaking explain why the mom is not there. Explain. There, and, and so when Booker went down the stairs and you see that shot of him looking at the picture of Raven mm-hmm. on the walls, I was, like, seeing what pictures were on the walls. Like, I paused it. Mm-hmm. There's no pictures of Tanya. No <gasps> pictures of Corey. <gasps> but there's pictures of Raven from That's a Raven and pictures of the kids of Raven's home previously. Weird. So there, But there's no pictures of, like, Corey, Tanya. That's so odd because we've established that Corey in the house is canon in the first episode. And I would feel like Victor would have, like, a photo from his time at the White House. So there's only, yeah, there's only pictures on the wall of Raven, Victor... And, like, the kids from the show Raven's Home, like, the previous seasons. I don't think there's a picture of Chelsea up there. Pro, I mean, probably not. Chelsea's not, like, technically family. Uh, Sky Cats was on there. Tess was on the wall. <laughs> if you were driving, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate her. I hate Any- her. Anyway, let's hope this was just, like, a little, like, Okay, we gotta get the kid coos something. Oh, I know. I'm nervous now. Yeah, but I, I just, I just think it was like they leading up to this premiere of Raven's Home. All everyone could talk about was, oh, Adrian Bailon's gonna come. We're getting Cheetah Girls reunion. Ray, uh, that's Raven reunion, and they probably had like a minute and a half together. Mm-hmm. Like all the photos you've seen is their scene, or from that one scene, and the trailer material as well. Which Literally. I know Disney doesn't like to give too much away, but. She has to be coming back. There's no way. But I'm do loving the uh, the the consistent storyline. At least it's not just like there's like a storyline we could follow. Yeah, I do like that. Where it's not just like random things. That's fun. Anyway, that's a Ravens rehash. Now you can catch up with us because we've covered all the first five episodes, and all five episodes are on Disney Plus now. Yeah, so stay tuned for if they drop another batch randomly, which they did not report in any way that they were going to do. Right, I just saw it on <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, I was like, wait, because it said new like on the on the webpage. I was mm-hmm. like, new, and then it had season five up there, so that's where I watched it. Well, uh, so that's all for our Disney four one one. We were just chatting about some crowded storylines and now it's time to talk about some crowded hallways oh, <laughs> Nada. 
We're talking about the first five episodes of the Disney In Between show that I remember loving, and I am scratching my head as to why. <laughs> we are talking about As the Bell Rings. <laughs> so, As the Bell Rings premiered on August 26th, 2007. I, I know that I watched the first episode live. I know that I did. So, As the Bell Rings was a little, basically like a mini show in between real shows. So, you would catch it. It's like every episode is probably about like four to five minutes. And it it would be like in between like Sweet Life going into Hannah Montana. So, like Sweet Life would have less commercials. So, by like, say like Hannah Montana premiered at seven. By like 6.55, Sweet Life would be over. So, As the Bell Rings could air so as the bell rings actually has two seasons if you were not aware but uh, so like i said lasted from august 26 2007 to april 19 2009 season one had 15 episodes and season two had 21 and i think the most significant thing about as the bell rings is that this is demi lovato's first foray into yes. the disney channel landscape such such humble beginnings humble humble <laughs> beginnings so a little background to as the bell rings so as the bell rings is based on a disney channel italy series and i'm going to butcher the name so sorry quel del intel intervelo which means uh those of recess in <laughs> english okay so it's based off a full-length show on disney channel italy and for some reason disney channel america liked it just a smidge enough i know this show also perpetrates the idea that you would have time Time. to get your same six friends in the same exact point in high school in between your bells like some of my classes i was fighting for my life to get to on time like i think like every show (laughs) that revolves around school makes it seem like you have so much time i know and i remember being like Teachers would be like, you have 10 minutes to get, you have a 10 minute in between time to get to class. They're like, that's plenty of time. I'm like, excuse me, I was on the other half, and I went to a big public high school. Yeah, my school was really big. That's why I'm like, is this and school I, like literally two hallways? Well, <laughs> it looked like it was very small. You well, could tell. Yeah. I just need to know what the vibe was like if they shot the same sound stages, Hannah Montana. How big was the yeah, stage? Yeah, because it's very clearly like everything takes place in this just one hallway that kind of overlooks what I think is a balcony. Yeah, well, the 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 whole like aesthetic of the show and what it's supposed to be is like this show is only supposed to take place in those in-between times, which yeah. equals up to five minutes. Which also relies on the idea that none of them have any classes together. Yeah. And they don't hang out outside of school. Right. <laughs> like, so... Oh, the six friends are uh, Tony, who, if you've ever seen The Purge, he plays the boyfriend of Henry in The First Purge. I found that out today. Oh, do you mean Danny? Tony is the guy who plays Danny. So yeah, I'm so sorry. His name is Tony. Danny is the character's name. Yeah, we have uh, Tony played by, wait, (laughs) we have Danny played by Tony. We have Charlotte played by Demi Lovato. Yes. We have Toe Jam. Which, what is his real name? Y'all are Tom- wrong for that. Thomas Toe Jam <laughs> Jams. James. <laughs> Ew. Played by, ta- played by Seth Ginsburg. We have Colin Cole as Skipper, who was trying to come for the Disney Channel comedy crown, but he was not doing it for me. Um, we have Gabriela Rodriguez as Brooke Nichols and Carlson young as tiffany blake and in season two when demi lovato finally made it big time in the disney channel world we had we had their replacement character which was uh lexi adams played by Lindsay black i think i remember seeing like one or two of the in-between episodes with lexi and i'd be like ugh, and just wouldn't watch it i loved as the bell rings so much that when it first came out i wrote my own version of it starring like me and all my friends at school because at one episode, one episode, I think it's episode four, they do something where to clear everybody out of the hallway, they're like, oh my God, there's rats in the hallway and oh, everybody yeah. runs. And I wrote about like what happened when the rats actually like came into the classrooms and stuff. 
I need to leave. <laughs> I think I had written myself as the um, the Brooke the character, which is horrible because she's my least favorite. Is Brooke, is Brooke the popular girl? No. Oh, okay. Brooke the is girl. the one with the glasses whose cartwheel they shoved down our throats in every transition and theme song. <laughs> yeah, so we get like another like tr- tra- the transitions in just so like a five minute show has scenes. Yeah, it's like thirty seconds at least worth of it is just the transitions of stuff. As the bell rings is very school community theater. It's like re- it's really the acting is shite it's <laughs> like, really I, like, it's really something it's very, i do not remember it being this bad it's very like hi charlotte wow school is really hard today are you going to the dance very like that yeah i'm like this is demi lovato the theme song I did mean, what it had to do i will say as the bell rings <laughs> and they all pose uh da, they da, do da. Um, so Tiffany, like, also sucks because she, She's, you have to have the dumb blonde, but yes, she but... has no oxygen going through her nose. And, and that's mouth. saying something because the level of oxygen <laughs> in some Disney Channel characters that we know and love are very low, but this person is like. So <sighs> I get the basic like running plot of As the Bell Rings is that Charlotte and Danny are both like, they both really like each other, but they're both too freaking stupid to realize even though there's so many Every, instances where they like we watched it. we watched the first five and they're all on youtube and someone kindly put them all together or you can watch them separately every freaking episode is about them like wanting to ask each other uh, out and every like, episode what? they have their like about this. they have their teehee moment together and the very start of the next episode is somebody being like oh my gosh charlotte danny likes you and she's like what no way (laughs) and you're like huh so the first one is that it's like it's valentine's day at the school and they're selling flowers in the hallway and there's this big debate between it's usually the three guys and the three girls will have a scene together it's it's like this is how boys think and this is how the girls think it's very much like that um and Danny is like wondering whether or not he should get Charlotte a flower and Charlotte's wondering the same thing and then they're, they're both like it's also very the very high school thing of like you send your friends to do all your bidding for you. Yeah. Because they start trying to decide like, oh, I'll tell Danny that Charlotte's getting him a flower and I'll, I'll tell so and so that Danny's getting Charlotte a flower. Like they literally fully explain this and then Tiffany goes, "I don't get it." And it's not even, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, she's so dumb, it's so funny." <laughs> It's very like, no. oh my god. It's like they just explained it. There's absolutely no possible way that that could be misconstrued. Yeah. And she's and, and just, she's just very unlikable. It's not I, even like you love to hate her. Like kind of like in like I'm trying to think of another famous mean character from Disney, like Sharpay, I guess. I would argue um, none of these characters are likable. No. They're all very bland. They're like yeah, they're stereotypes. They're stereotypes, but I don't know one. I don't understand why they just didn't. I I wonder if they did like a test, full length twenty minute episode, and it was just really bad, and so they said, you know what, we'll just make it five minutes. Yeah, and at some point in this episode, because I feel like I feel like Skipper takes a page from the Book of Raven and shows up dressed (sighs) as a janitor and like. First of all, they, there's many costume changes in this show implying that, A, they have the time, and B, yeah. where are they getting these costumes from? Yeah, because I remember- I None remember of them are the... theater kids. No. <laughs> well. Actually, well. <laughs> well. They're acting like theater kids. The, a theater class. <laughs> yeah. Putting on their monologues. Um, I do, because I remember the commercials, they were like, You'll never know what's going to happen in between class as Ugh. the bell rings. Yes. So I'm like, all this happens in between class. I literally was like, can you please move? I'm trying to get to my science class. Thank you. I know. Like, because then at another point in this episode, Skipper shows up. The, the flowers sell out before Danny and Charlotte can buy each other flowers. So Charlotte has like a big prop flower. And then Danny just has Skipper show up dressed like a flower. Why would and then earlier in the episode, he's dressed like Cupid. Like, yeah. Ugh. 
that that is it's really bad it's it's really bad but actually entertainment weekly reviewed this show why for some weird reason <laughs> they gave it a, yeah i don't understand okay like a, back in these days like we have to review this in between show for commercials so they gave this a b minus oh and it's and the one of the quotes is saying it's no saved by the bell and describe the shorts as harmless, if often barely humorous. That does not sound like a B minus to me. No, that sounds like a a, a D. Yeah, and also, so as the bell rings, you know, was um, first uh, show on Disney Channel Italy, but it also was adapted in uh, Disney Channel UK. I have some news I have to report. It's very urgent. <laughs> And Disney Channel <laughs> Australia, what? So the other day, Lucas Grabiel posted a picture of himself on Instagram, and he captioned it, preparing for the role of a lifetime. What do you think it is? And I commented, Food Boy sequel, and he liked the comment. Ah! <laughs> he knows you. He I know. He you. thinks I'm funny. You guys, if you don't know, when we did High School Musical 2 and High School Musical 1, Becca is the biggest Lucas Scrabble fan out there, and I give always give her like forty seconds to say why Ryan and Lucas Scrabble is the best part of High School Musical, and we make a video, post it on the gram, and when we posted the High School Musical two one, Lucas himself actually commented on it. And, and since that's that, happened, the couple times I've commented on his post, he's like usually liked my comments. So we're just was, friend, we're besties over here. That was a Disney. That was a Disney four on one special report. <laughs> breaking live on the scene live on the scene live on the timeout scene (laughs) we have have lucas if you're hearing this come on the show imagine being a fan imagine him being a fan he would what if he comes on that when we eventually do high school musical 3 i know he's listening i mean billy ray gave us an exclusive (laughs) today but yeah so it was adapted in uh, Disney Channel Australia and Disney Channel UK and I think the UK version was a, was f- uh, full length I believe oh, like full 30 minutes oh no I'm sorry I thought for a second that this might have been like a Canada show no but it wasn't the first episode did get one chuckle out of me I do have to say what at the very very end so most of these episodes have like there's a part where you think it should be over and then there's one more transition and they throw in one last joke that's usually not a joke. Yeah. But the first episode, so when Skipper is in the janitor costume, he says, oh, no, my name is Kipper. Skipper is, I'm oh, Skipper's okay. uncle. And at the end of the episode, Skipper is just like standing in the hallway and the janitor walks by and goes, hey, Skipper. And he's like, oh, hey, Uncle Kipper. Right. Which it got, it, I didn't laugh, but I was like, huh. Like, that's funny. You were yes. the Entertainment Weekly reporter. <laughs> So episode two is called Talent Show. And this was the one I said, we have to at least watch the Talent Show one because this is the one I remember the most. Yes, because Demi sings. But this episode is basically just five minutes of everyone else cock blocking Danny and Charlotte (laughs) with their stupid tricks. And this is where we, Demi finally gets to sing on Disney Channel. For the first time. time. Because this is pre-Camp Rock. Yeah, episode five does have a countdown to Camp Rock ticker in the top right corner on the YouTube video. So you know. It aired an hour, like an hour and six minutes before Camp Rock. Ew, imagine (laughs) finally making it big time to Disney Channel and your small little commercial show is airing before your big And also the fact that it was that one in particular. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes so yes. tiffany like wants her talent to be reciting the alphabet backwards and every time she shows up she only knows like one more letter and, and it's if that ain't me never funny if that ain't me saying the alphabet forwards <laughs> <laughs> brooke is brooke is dancing and she somebody will be like wow that's awesome and she'll show up and be like but is it this awesome and then she'll dance and like that's how the whole episode kind of goes yeah but and Danny the, and Charlotte are writing a song together, mm-hmm. and it's it's very Tumblr. And it's and it's very you know the part where Demi and Camp Rock goes, "Wow, she's really good." Of course, they say something exactly like that. Yeah. Well, they they both like 
once they perform the song together and it it's as cringy as you think it is um yeah it's all it's performed live it is not pre-recorded i can tell yeah and the whole crowd walks up i'm like save it for the show outfit save it for the show <laughs> i know i know spoilers <laughs> but spoilers. they play like the first verse and like the chorus or whatever and then they stop and Danny and Shawit are both like wow you're amazing at the same time yeah and then immediately top of the next episode he likes me <laughs> right what? This whole school, as the bell rings as the amnesia comes in <laughs> as the brain cells fade away and die <laughs> right um one everyone knows like Demi Lovato went on to you know become a famous pop star but I didn't know that are you part of the As the Bell Ring school? They have amnesia as well. <laughs> well, our Tony, who plays Danny, also went on to some music su- success. Stop! Then why was he in The Purge? <laughs> I don't know, but he had a famous song. He did? You, do you know? No. You don't? Uh, no. I don't think so. He had the song called Classic, MKTO. Baby, you're so classic. That's him. Huh? Yeah. Baby, you're a class and maybe you're sick. That one. How, how was I supposed to know that? It's just a fun fact. That's crazy. And it, did, it, it peaked at number 14 on the charts. Yeah, I definitely know. Oh, my gosh. So They've how about only that? ever put out that one album, though. They've never put anything else out. I mean, when you have a hit, <laughs> why? His last movie was The First Purge so far yeah the the song is basically just like an emo poem come to life it's like dancing in the shadows of the writing on my mind or like something like that the 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 song is called shadow Uh, okay and it's living in the shadows just like this show lives in the shadows of all the other disney channel shows yeah i'm just like so confused why they couldn't meet up after school to practice the song they had to just keep like meeting in the hallway to do it right that means demi had to be holding her their guitar the whole day all day because you know that guitar does not fit in their locker i know like you have to be ready guitar out like by the time i would be able to get to that spot unzip my guitar and take (laughs) it out i would be five minutes late I remember people would sometimes bring their guitars if they were in band in high school and perform at the lunch because we kind of had like yeah. an outside lunch area. Mm-hmm. We did too. And I was like, can you? Somebody move brought them? their ukulele one time and swooned the ladies. I I do remember. Did they sing somewhere over the rainbow? They sang "Riptide." I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's the one that's like "Lady Running I Down to the." That's like one of the ukulele songs because it's it's three chords. It's very easy. that would end somewhere over the rainbow. I think. And um, 21 Pilots' cover of Can't Help Falling in Love With You seems to sneak its way in there a lot. <laughs> oh, it's just the it's just the version of Can't Help Falling in Love With You. You scared me. I didn't. You snuck up on me there. Um, we never even talked about how this is pre-Demi Lovato getting their teeth fixed. With oh, the gap. yeah. Well, yeah, because it's pre-Camp Rock. Right. Them and Zach Efron, mm. they said, we'll let you in this decom if you close that gap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Imagine if both those people still had gaps in their teeth. They'd rock it. So the third episode is about the school dance and everybody's trying to ask the people to the school dance, which brings us to like the first scene that the girls have. Charlotte's like, oh, do you think Danny will ask me? I don't think he likes me. Literally every episode begins with Literally that. every single episode. And uh, Tiffany and Brooke are like, oh, well, do these things happen? Like, does he itch and scratch like a crackhead when he talks to you? Well, they say, like, does he brush his arms? But then we cut to a scene of it happening, and he's, like, scratching like he has hives. And then right. also, like, I guess every time a boy has a crush on a girl and is too scared to speak to them in this show, their M.O. is to point outside and go, hey, look, a squirrel, and then fall to the ground. Yeah, I don't understand. the fast- Like, if someone looked at me and said, hey, look, a squirrel, I'd be like, okay. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, are you quoting up? Like, what are you doing? Are you- oh, quoting. I've, I've seen up. I've seen, I've seen up, yeah. 
Yeah. And then th- there's this girl named Cheryl who is like the tallest girl in school and she's looking for a date. And apparently we- she's too tall to speak because she walks up with her flowers and they'll be like, oh, hi, Cheryl. And you the always- dance? I can't. Yeah. But then what happens is they send Tojam to ask Charlotte to the dance on Danny's behalf. And he gets so blown away by, of course, they have to do the trope where they take off the nerdy girl's glasses and put her in a dress. Mm-hmm. And she walks in and she's so hot that he immediately, like, can't speak. And he turns to ask Charlotte to the dance and accidentally asks Cheryl to go to the dance with Danny. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she can speak. <laughs> like, but but we never see Cheryl's face, right? You see, like, the outline of the side of I, her face Do at you one think point, it was but... played by a man so they can get someone who was really, really tall? It had to have been. And they probably I, just, th- like, dubbed in the line. Yeah. That's what I think. Because I was like, why not show the face? I just hated it. They were like, wow, like, can you imagine a girl asking a boy? That'd be so cool. Oh, ew, it's Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ew. Cheryl. And Tiffany rejects. This guy right at the top because he's even though he's captain of the football team and the math team and somehow has time for both of those things. He's, he's a not regular tr- enough. He's a regular Troy Bolton. Yeah, appa- but apparently he's not. Apparently he's ugly. Uh, ugly. Ugly. <laughs> apparently he's ugly because she. He's uh, how you say ugly? Ugh. And then the the after scene of this is just them being like, "Well, I'm going to the dance with so and so," and then it ends. This show, as the bell rings, is just so every episode is the same in a mm-hmm. different font. Except for episode four. Episode four it gets a little bit strange. <laughs> yeah. Episode this four is it's finally spends not most a, of its, yeah. It's been it's sp- not about the relationship <laughs> between Charlotte and Danny, finally. Yes. It spends most of its time towing the fine line between like it's almost a no homo episode. I would right. dare say it is. It's a it's yeah. a little. So it's about how like all the girls go to the bathroom together and they just are like bathroom time and then they all go and the guys are confused why the girls go to the bathroom together all at the same time, and they spend the whole episode like saying that oh like guys can't go to the bathroom together because if we do suddenly we'll all come out and we'll all be wearing the world's ugliest moo-moos and everyone's gonna laugh at us. Very like did you know what a moo-moo was in high school? No. Me either. I mean, they didn't say moo-moo, but when they do, like, the idea, like, the, the thought scene where the four, the three guys come out of the bathroom together, they're all in, like, the ugliest dresses. Yeah. Like, it must have been 99-cent day at the Goodwill, and they just grabbed the first three things that they saw. Right, right. I mean, you know this show did not have a budget. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're also spending the whole episode being like, we're guys. Like, we go to the bathroom alone. And I'm like, okay, what are urinals then? Right. If not just a pee-pee party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Maybe they're just too shy to go all together. I guess. But that whole thing gets prompted when the girls all go to the bathroom together. And they're like, ooh, Danny, you have to ask Charlotte to go to the mall with you this weekend when they come out. Which, like, not asking your crush to go to the mall. Right. Did you you hang out at the mall when growing up? No, but I did one time, fully unannounced, have my mom drive me to my seventh grade crush's house to ask him to go to the mall and he couldn't go so we invited his friend that i didn't like instead because i thought was it was the friend at the house no so y'all just went down the street this was back when i don't know if high schools still do this but or middle schools or anything but they gave out like a school directory with everybody's like name and home phone number and address oh so that's we would just you know go to the house or, or ring ring the phone That is wild. Yeah. So so what what was the reaction to the friend when you showed up at their front door? He was like, let's go! I don't know what I would feel if I just wasn't prepared <laughs> to go anywhere. And then, like, a friend from school or someone randomly showed up at my house like, hey, my mom just is in the car. Do you want to go to the mall with me? I'd be like, what? <laughs> I know. Like, and I'd be you, so, what do you I'd even be so do? Unprepared. You wander around and you get Sbarro and then you leave. <laughs> that's what you do but the boys uh, the boys are so hung up on going to the bathroom all together but they're like afraid of being made fun of so the girls tell the whole school that they have to run because there's rats in the hallway 
yeah. and they all start running and screaming. And then in a joke that I think was really like pushing the envelope because we all knew what it was talking about. Um, Brooke goes to the edge of the balcony and she's like, look, Jessica Simpson is yeah. washing a car outside and she's all sudsy. And then all and the they guys all, all the guys run over and she's like, no, like, obviously not. You have 30 seconds. So they all go to the bathroom together. And they probably like, I don't know, took a poop and came back. I know, out. Like, like, I don't understand what they thought was going to well, happen. Okay. Have you ever taken a poop in 30 seconds? More like 30 seconds plus 30 minutes. Hey. Um, well, I mean, sometimes you have those ones that you're just like, ooh, like it's done. Yeah, you're like, you're like, oh. But it's, it's very rare. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand what these characters thought was going to happen if they all go to the bathroom together. Like, some, like, euphoric thing. I don't know. Oh. I guess they think that they thought that concept was just so funny. But, like, you're telling me, like, never on the way to class. Your friends are like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, me too. And y'all just go, like, that's all it is. I is know. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. And so that's why I'm like, what do they think? Like, this this is so, like, not a thing. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. I know. So episode five if... is the one with the Camp Rock countdown in the corner. <laughs> and, um, and, we're so, and we're so ready to rock. We open immediately on... Ugh. Just some really bad costuming choices. So Danny in this oh, episode yeah. has on like a layered, obviously like the layered t-shirt over the long sleeve shirt, but also a puka cell necklace and two armbands. It was just like the Disney Channel accessories line like threw up on him. <laughs> yeah. And then Tiffany normally does not have bangs. But in this episode, she has done that thing that people used to do where they, like, take their hair yeah, and yeah, pin yeah, it yeah, across yeah. their oh. forehead in, like, a big block. And it like, looks, like, a, like a bad comb over. It looks bad. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking the about. The plot of this one is that the boys see Charlotte talking to this guy named Frank. But, and Frank is a bad boy, I guess, because he puts toe jam in a trash can every so often. So they're like, right. well, if Charlotte wants a bad boy, it's a bad boy she'll get. I'm I'm down on my knees begging them to just ask each other to hang out. Like, we don't have to do all this. <laughs> like, they, Disney is, like, saying, this is going to be the Roth and Rachel of our time. We don't have to do all this. So the three guys come out all dressed like greasers from Greece, and they literally play a little, like, stock tune that sounds kind of like you're the one that I want, but something's yeah. a little bit off. And then they do that again later with the girls, and Demi Lovato comes out in a carbon copy of the Sandy jumpsuit with the yeah. bandana. And this is how they presented us with Camp Rock. <laughs> this is what they showed us. My thing is. It's foul. You're a high school student. And I, okay, I'm stepping into the world of the show. Okay, I am in class with Demi Lovato's character. You know what? I'm talking in between as a belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I saw kids like three group of friends all of a sudden show up looking like Greece or some Greece I'd be like what the actual 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 and they're like going? they're snapping too which is a little more and if side, like si- like if s- it, and the same thing goes for if all of a sudden three girls I'm in high school with walk in in those outfits yes I would be like not them looking like that and I'm having American well- Eagle t-shirt on <laughs> The, the two, Tiffany and Charlotte, are both in, like, all black, but then they put Brooke in, like, a leopard a print cheetah, dress. Yeah. So I'm guessing they were in the costume closet, and they're like, they oh, all the, bl- all the black is gone. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. And then they just do the, the three, the six of them all meet in the middle, and they start being like, yo, sup? What's up? Yeah. Nothing. Wh- which is like, yo, not- yo, I said it twice, and it made me ill. But the thing is, they're, they're, I thought the joke was, they're supposed to be like the cast of Greece, but they're not talking like the people who would be in Greece. No, they're not. So why are we dressing up like people that are from the 50s? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. Because I say like- this was 2007. If you wanted to be like a, a bad boy, then you put on your Ed Hardy. Right. Stuff. And you're you like spike your hair up. Yes. You'd put on your spiky armband and you're like checkered belt and your T-shirt from the back of Hot Topic where you weren't supposed to go. Exactly. Not this. If I saw somebody walk into class dressed like this, I would be waiting for them to be like, okay, guys, our production of Grease is this weekend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Flash mob. And, Which but is like I could the just joke tell. at the end. Because what is his name? 
Craig. Uh, What's his name? Skipper. Skipper was like, can we stop talking like we're in a musical? Well, somebody, either Skipper or Toe Jam, is like still wearing the outfit a couple days later, I think. But um, you could tell when they zoom in and it's just uh, Charlotte and Danny having the conversation as the bad people. That uh-huh. Demi thought that they looked so good. Demi's like Demi was feeling. Themselves. I know. Demi said, "I know the Disney executives are watching this right now, and they know my range, they know my talent." I just sang a couple episodes ago. I'm about to get a decom any second, <laughs> and <laughs> it's coming up in an hour. It's coming up in an hour. I and just then, need like, to know them. They just established that like Charlotte was only talking to this guy because she's tutoring him, and then they're like, "Oh, what? Well, I don't even want a bad boy." And then in the next scene, it's like, I guess, a different day because they both have detention. She got it for chewing gum and he got it for running in the hall, which seems like you'd get first warnings for those things. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we were allowed to chew gum. It all depended on the teacher. Yeah. Unless it was like a chronic problem, they wouldn't just like give you a detention right away. Yeah. I don't know. Because they talk about, like, cutting class, and then they're like, wait, no. Yeah. And when they, um, Charlotte's like, oh, I guess you are a bad boy after all. And in a very bizarre choice, Danny goes, meow. <laughs> yes, I thought that was so weird. It, yeah, I'm like, okay. I don't, this show is like a fever dream. I know. And I remember really, really liking it, and I don't You know. did? I, I did. I I don't think I enjoyed it as a child. I was just like, yeah. I was probably like sitting on the couch being like, get to the sweet life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was into it for very long because the story that I wrote was one of those stories where I wrote like two chapters and then I was on to the next thing. But I watched it enough. I mean, there's no way to escape it if you're like 10 waiting for the next show to watch. Yeah. Have an eye. But I remember being like, oh, when Demi was on Camp Rock. And the Did you not have channel time. rotation? What do you mean? I had like when I would sit down to watch TV as a kid, I had a strict rotation of channels, and if something was on one of them that I didn't like, I would hop to the next one, and I'd just go oh yeah, until... yeah yeah yeah. I would always like, start oh. with I'd start with Disney Channel. Disney Channel was always first, and of then Car- Cartoon Network right after because that uh-huh. was the next channel over in my territory, mm-hmm. and then then Nickelodeon, and then Animal mm-hmm. Planet. Mine would be Disney Channel, Nickelodeon. Um, I'm trying to think like in 2007. I don't think I really watched Cartoon Network as much in 2007. Um, weirdly enough, 2007, that's like August 2007. That was right up. That was maybe the start of my seventh grade year. Um, I would watch. Okay. Don't judge. I'd watch the TV Guide channel. Why? <laughs> because they would show like things like pop culture things like. The 10 best 90s sitcom. And it's like stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, So I'd watch that. Um, oh, this was the time when I started, I discovered MTV and VH1. <gasps> you bad so, boy. I know. And I was like, talk about the bad boys. I was that one. <laughs> um, and I would start watching like Flavor of Love. <gasps> and I Love New York and all that stuff. Ladies, and, take notes. Real bad boys add MTV and VH1 to their channel rotation. Uh-huh. So I would watch The Sweet Life and then go up to VH1 and, like, see what Flavor Flav is doing. But I would have my hand on the remote for previous mm-hmm. channel. So if I heard footsteps, I would hit previous channel really fast and it would go back to Disney Channel. And when I would leave a room or leave the room, like, say I was watching MTV, I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. Let me switch back to Disney Channel, hit Nickelodeon and another channel so the previous channels mm-hmm. of MTV would not be shown. Covia Drex. That's I a remember right there. at one point I added um, WGN to my rotation because they would show reruns of America's Funniest Home Videos all the time. Oh, WGN. Wow. Yes. But um, I remember one time I was grounded and I wasn't supposed to be watching TV. Ooh. And I turned on Nickelodeon at a really, really low volume and True Jackson VP was on. And I started laughing so hard at the jokes that my parents came upstairs and busted me. <laughs> Damn it, Kiki. Damn, Damn it, you, you're too Kiki. <laughs> you're too talented, Kiki. Kiki. Dang. Well, yeah, that was that was the first five episodes of As the Bell Rings. And there's ten more in season one. I can't I can't understand how. How do y'all no. still not know that you have a crush on each other? As the and they they said as the bell rings is a play on like a soap opera like as the world turns so like 
as the bell rings, which I think would be more funny if it was a parody on soap opera. Oh my gosh, the potential. And so, and so everyone's acting could be over the top. And yeah, because like, well, then if it was a stupid plot happening over and over, it would make more sense. Not to bring it back to the Amanda show, which we talked about a couple episodes ago, but they had that show Moody's Point, mm-hmm. which was a parody of like Dawson's Creek and all that. So do you remember Moody's Point? I, I think so. It so familiar. it was like a parody of teen dramas. So all the plots were very simple, but they would shoot it and be over dramatic. Yeah. And it would be like, my mom, she's up there thinking that. And they're like, oh my gosh, she died. She's like, no, she was in a hot, she's in a hot air balloon. It hasn't come back down in years. Well, we have they, already established. Yeah. I think that, um, I think our Vanessa Hus- Hudgens episode from last week is about to beat this record, but. Our Amanda Show episode got, like, the most listens in a single week that we've ever had. So if you are here from the Amanda Show episode, welcome, welcome. Or from the socials or wherever. Yeah. Because we've we've had a big uptick in traffic just, like, across the board. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're not, we we still love having you around. But before you know, we do all the Plugger Wuggersons and what what was our Disney Channel lesson. I want to bring back something that we haven't asked ourselves. WWRD. What What would Raven do? (laughs) Yep, that's me. (laughs) You know Raven would have been dressed up as that janitor. So, But she would not have given herself away so easily. No, so our segment, What Would Raven Do, WWRD, we just think if Raven Baxter was in this particular Disney Channel show or movie, what, what what would she be doing? So what would she be doing in As the Bell Rings? Like what, what, what would, how would she react and all that stuff? I feel like by the third time we have that conversation, she'd be like, I'm sorry. What are you not getting? <laughs> she loves you and you love him and it's all a big schmuck. Like she would straight up dress up like somebody to walk in and be like, Danny likes you. <laughs> she would dress up as the teacher. Yes. And like make them get together and all that. Uh, so what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson that I learned is that if you think that somebody likes you and everybody else also thinks that somebody likes you and you, you and this person have multiple, multiple moments together, just ask them out. You're not yeah. going to die. The world's not going to explode. Do it before your brain cell count decreases again and you forget his name. Right. <laughs> I think I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you're cast in a little show that's in between the big shows, make yourself be known, pull out all the big guns. So you can get out of there. So you can get out of there, <laughs> get on a bus to Camp Rock, and yeah. then look out the window and you want and you say, Oh look, there's a sunny with a chance of I'm gonna be a big star. Because half those actors don't even have Wikipedia pages. Yeah, only the, the only ones people? that did were well, obviously Demi, and then uh-huh. Tony Aller, who was in The Purge, and uh, I guess was a part of this other band, and then yeah. the girl that plays Tiffany has one, but there were like no credits of note. Yeah, humble beginnings, humblest, humble, 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 humble beginnings. So Becky, from people Barney to Bills, from from Barney to Bill to Rock to Sunny. <laughs> You know, you just, you just follow the regular path. Body yeah. bell, sunny, kit, rock, sunny. Um, Becca, if people want to see how your bell rings, where can they find you? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner. Still kind of on my little temporary hiatus at the moment, but I am working on putting my top 10 worst Robin Williams movies list together. So that'll be a fun time. And if you like me speaking, you're going to love my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Um, The critics are raving. (laughs) If you like Becca speaking, you'll love this one. If you like Becca speaking, check out more of Becca speaking, but with two other guys talking about bad devotionals, bad Christian movies, interviews, testimonies of church survival, all that good stuff. One day we're going to have a big crossover event. One day. One Just got to figure out how to get it all worked out. Get it all worked out. Anyway, if you want to see how my bell rings, um, you can follow me at, on Instagram at uh, Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H Cameron Martin. And if you want to follow everything about this podcast and keep up to date, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, 
TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine podcast or the Time Machine. You'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, talk to us on social media. DM us. We love talking to you guys. Like we've are we've started posting like polls about what you guys want to hear and we actually have a winner for our next album review we won't be giving that away but your voice was heard so if your voice wasn't heard that first time we will be doing that again because it went well the that one time so yeah because we want you guys to enjoy this podcast so much like we have making it so all right and until next time we will see you later time travelers bug your seatbelts (laughs) 